This is where I came from, John. The Dharma Initiative. We're not supposed to leave. Jake, this is John. We have to go back, Kate. If you phone her boat, every single living person on this island will be killed. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One. We have to go back! The wreckage of Oceanic Flight 815 has been found, the freighter people have an unhealthy interest in Ben, and a polar bear is dug up in Tunisia. This is Episode 2, Confirmed Dead. I'm Ian Lee, and welcome to The Lost Initiative. The Lost Initiative with Ian Lee. I'm joined, as always, by Geeky Tom. Hello. Yeah, and Paul Terry, editor of Lost Magazine. Hello. You right? Yes, we're all right, thank you. Okay, let's, let's very quickly, first reactions to the episode. Why wasn't that the first episode? Brilliant beginning, great all the way through, thoroughly enjoyed it. Paul, would you agree with that? It had a lot more punch than the first episode. It was, it was very fast, everything seemed to come at you thick and fast, you know, a lot of detail, a lot of flashbacks, and... You're yeah, allowed, some, you're something <laughs> different, I really like that. So, two of the big questions since the end of Season 3 have been, who are the freighter people, and what are they doing on the island? And in Confirmed Dead, we came a step closer to answering this. Where is he? Back off! Where's who? You want to know why we're here? I'll tell you why we're here. We're here for Benjamin Linus. Now, where is he? Okay, Paul Terry, why do they want Ben? Ben is, as Locke said, is like the oldest connection to the island that they know of. He's been on the island the longest. And if this island has all these amazing powers, which we've seen it have... He would be an important person to find, as would the island. Would he not? That's rubbish. It is a rubbish answer, isn't it? It is rubbish. You've, you've, you've said basically you've wasted thirty but seconds what, ben, of your life. Because he's a great Shakespearean actor. Oh, shut like, up. What, what, That's Tom, such an obvious answer, Tom. Why do you think they're after Ben? Go, let, let's see you right. trumpet then. Go on. This is why um, I should be editor of Lost Magazine. <laughs> he gassed everybody in, in Dharma. He killed them all, and they're blatantly Dharma, aren't they now? Because they want him, because he killed all the what, people on the island. What makes you think that they're Dharma? There's, there's been nothing specific to say that they're Dharma. I just think that they are. I think they were in charge of that dig with the polar bear. They are Dharma. There's only two factions, there's not three. All right, well, we'll come back to discussing all the, the various people that have landed on the island. How did they get the photo of him? If, if he's been on the island since he was like seven or eight or whatever No, but he travels off they and They seem on. to wait a long with, time does, before they retaliate as well. Has Ben ever travelled off the island? I swear they do on that little submarine. We know that but the other people do. Then why not Ben? Are you saying that he's been off the island then? That I, they've not snuck someone on the island? Paul Terry? I don't know, it just feels like a really sort of bombastic and not very stealthy approach to getting Ben as a retaliation to do all of that, get the helicopters in, have that many people it's not that slick whereas if they know of you know the submarine toing and throwing which they would do if they're dharma they would have done it in a much more stealthy kind of sinister maybe they don't know, how behind what, the shadows how way. would they know about the submarine going to and from well no you're saying that they're dharma so yeah wasn't it dharma, dharma coming submarine. to and throwing with the submarine so oh yeah god i see yeah, what you mean. we've actually just you've just heard geeky tom having a slight mental uh program <laughs> I, had, I had one a couple of seasons ago as well didn't i all right let's have a look at the, the freighter people in more detail starting with daniel faraday now we see him crying when he's watching news footage of the discovery of Flight 815, is he connected with it in some way, Tom, or is he just an emotional... He said he didn't know why. They asked him, why are you crying? Well, yeah, so... but you say that, don't you, when you're depressed. You say, I, I don't know. know. I think he's the one which we didn't really get a huge amount of information on no. with the multiple flashbacks, because, you know, the whole kind of supernatural psychic thing of Miles mm. and uh, the Sahara Desert dig the polar bear well, they, they refer to him as a nut as job, a, he- a head case yeah, yeah. nobody calls him a head case but that's nut- the only little glimpse yeah. that we got we didn't really get anything tangible so I think that there's more to that shot than we think there is and he, that, there's going to be a really strong reason to why they need him for this particular mission uh, so he's a physicist so that they would obviously know that there's some kind of magnetic anomaly going on there so that, that, I think we can assume that that's why he's there yeah. but when he's with Jack and Kate they find a metal box thrown out of the helicopter containing gas masks kind of reminiscent 
reminiscent of when the it's whole a bit troubling. Uh, yeah. the, the Dharma were, were gassed. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do? Gas them all? I don't know if that was his box. Or when they looked at it, when he looked at it, he was like, "Is that your box?" He was like, mm, "Oh yeah, no, of it is." It's his box. He was just lying to them. I've worked out what it is. I've answered my own question. You're right, Tom. They are from Dharma, and they need to check to see whether the island. They think that the island may still be contaminated from the gas attack the first time around. Yeah, that, that flashback we saw with Naomi about the, you know, the, when she said, "This isn't really the team of people to do this covert mission." Uh, at this, this point, I, I think they're a great team. They're really fascinating characters, but there's something big truth missing yeah. to, that connects them to why they've been sent to do this mission. Because if they know everything about Benjamin Linus that they say they do, then they know what a kind of wily trickster that he is. Surely. Now, Miles Strom, Ghostbuster Extraordinaire. We, now, you don't you don't dig on any of this psychic nonsense at all, do you, Tom? But yeah, he, he clearly did something when he went to that old lady's house. He was freaking out, exorcised on, the ghost, sitting on the bed. Yeah. What? Plugged in a Hoover. Well, he did. He, plug, he plugged in like some weird kind of Hoover. Spoke to the ghost. Found where the money was. A bag of drugs. Yeah, uh, and th- so he's obviously got some psychic connection, but you don't like this psychic kind of storyline, do you? I don't know. I just think it could be a bit of a coincidence. You know, he probably knew where the um, the money and the drugs was. He walked up. But what was that whole performance for? There's no one else in the room. What are you talking about? Well, she could have had her ear to the door. I think you have to accept, Tom, right. that there is something magical, fantastical, and psychical happening around that gentleman. Not, not, <laughs> you're not prepared, accepting it yet. You're prepared to, to accept that it possibly at some point in the future there's going to be a psychic element in this story that it, that can't be explained by science. Anything could happen, but until they say there's some magical psychic event. Uh, well, let, let's talk about Charlotte, another uh, posh English person, which I just can't get enough of in this program. Uh, she goes to some weird dig in Tunisia and finds a polar bear wearing a Dharma uh, logo with a Hydra symbol on it. That's weird, isn't it? That's time travel. That's what it is. It's not time travel. As I told you last week when I spoke to Naveen Andrews, more on that later. Right. Uh, it's interdimensional travel. No, it's time travel. Okay, so you're still saying time travel. Why was Charlotte picked for the team? Well, surely her archaeological, you know, but why, So they want, to, they want to do a little bit of an archaeological dig there, do they? Is that well, what? surely the island, it has like a massive history we don't even know anything about. And they, the producers of the show have talked about foot, thinking the about foot. the show like a, like a the dig, foot, you know, the, the skins, the onion skin, peeling back the layers, the foot exactly, you Paul, know. Paul, yeah, Tom, you're trying to get my attention now. I, I I was just saying the foot. Oh, the foot with the four toes? Yeah, yeah. with the four toes. So, is that going to get revealed in this series, do you well, think? That surely, to me, highlights how ancient that place must be to have a massive, you know, and it's, it's yeah. a, a, a massive foot. foot. A massive foot. <laughs> a massive foot denotes how foot. ancient something is. Well, <laughs> uh, Frank and Flight 815, Frank claims to have worked as a pilot of Oceanic, uh, and uh, he said he was gonna he was gonna be the pilot of eight fifteen, but suddenly what went wrong? I reckon he's booze, isn't it? Yeah, really booze. It's, be it's hinted up, that he's it? an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Said, uh, so uh, he he is saying that it's not Seth Norris's body. That, that on the footage he's watching, and it's very exciting seeing the news footage, really, yeah. all the newspapers, because obviously it's, it's it, it means out in the real world, it's a big story that that plane has disappeared and has been found. Yeah. So what are the implications of that then? What, that, that someone has put fake dead bodies in there? But we know that the front of the plane is in the jungle. Yeah, because it gets got by the monster, doesn't it? When they're exactly. all in there, yeah. the pilot right in the very first season. So they've obviously planted. But so who's that dressed up as a pilot then? That's probably they planted a plane there, haven't they? For some reason, for okay. these people to find. One very quick thing: the submarines are, are looking for, and they find the aeroplane, and then the map uh, on the news shows that the, it, the wreckage is sort of near Sri Lanka, wasn't it? Yeah. Does, so does that mean the island? No. Is near Sri Lanka? If they planted the plane, then they blatantly planted it miles away from the island. So you think that the plane has definitely been planted miles away? Well, we know that. But if it's been planted miles away okay, right. from the island, yeah. then how yeah. have uh, this team, the, the freighter people, managed to find the island? 
if, if that wasn't a clue? I think it will be those people in the station. End of season, End of season one, three. Oh, what the uh, the uh, two, the Arctic people. That's two. it. Two. Yeah, that's the two. one. Yeah, yeah, that's probably how they found it. Okay, so it's definitely not near Sri Lanka. Yeah, we, we're getting the the timeline mixed up. I think. I think there'll be uh, some more revelations on the timeline and where it all fits together. Okay. Well, listen, we've got a caller on the lost line. It's Seth. Hi there. So, we, we've just been talking about the uh, location of the island. Okay. What are your thoughts on it? I have a theory to one past you guys. Um, it's um, called the Via Vortices theory. Via Vortices? Yeah. Okay. This is a theory that's um, based on a real concept. Okay. Um, although sci- pseudo-scientific. Yes. But, um, basically, it's about 12 areas around the globe. Um, scientists having anomalous phenomena being observed there, such as strange sea and conditions, mechanical instruments malfunctioning and mysterious disappearances. So, like the Bermuda um, Triangle and that kind of place. Exactly, yeah. The yeah. Bermuda Triangle's the most famous ones. There's actually a map of where these vortices are. If you look on Wikipedia, there's um, you can actually quite find it quite easily. Yeah, but bearing in mind that Wikipedia does describe me as a gay cowboy, so I do take everything that that site <laughs> says with, with a pinch of salt. But okay. Okay, well, uh, fair enough. But um, actually, if you look, there's actually one just east of Australia, um, around Fiji, actually, um, which would possibly explain where the um, the island would be. But um, actually, more interesting than that is if you look at where some of the others are. There's one actually in um, Africa, um, just north uh-huh. of Nigeria, in Algeria, yeah. in the Sahara Desert. Right. Which would um, so my theory here is these vortices around the world act as portals, and you portals, can portals. Um, if you know how to control them, then you're able to travel between them. And this would explain how, say, the aircraft that Echo was supposed to fly in. How that arrived from Nigeria, right. which is just south of the. Uh, I thought that the aircraft just flew just flew off course. That the the, the, the um, guidance was messed up. You're saying you're saying that it flew through a portal. Yes, I'm, 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 quite I'm like saying this. This because if you if you if you remember on the beach graph, there was actually yeah. a map, yeah. and um, it actually had reference to the Sahara Desert. And what I'm saying is that this um, this plane flew through this portal in the Sahara Desert, which and it arrived. Um, at the uh, the island. Okay, okay. Now, well, it, 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 Tom, this this could possibly. I, I was laughing at it, but I'm thinking, well, actually, this makes a lot of sense. Well, he could he, explain how the polar bear got to Tunisia. Well, he's backing up your exactly. theory there with the space and time travel. Okay, Paul. Yeah, if it ties into all the well, not all of them, but a lot of the locations we've seen in the flashbacks, and also the the cast where they well, not the cast the characters where they come from, all the different places around the world, that would tie into why these particular people, this particular plane. Etc. Etc. Seth, listen. Thank you very much for that. Thanks very much. Cheers. There we go. Good lad. Thanks, thanks a lot. Well, that was Seth there. Now I wanted to knock him, but that was quite a solid theory. That was actually really. Every time he mentions the Bermuda Triangle, I sort of wince because that's just like you know. But it's I like think ghosts. It, yeah, but in the kind stuff, of yeah, the fictitious labyrinth of Lost, I think that doesn't that, have to be, be real. Tie into it, it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be real. Like, no. Oh, so hang on a minute. You're right. You're the one who wants it all to be science based. But now there's suddenly there's twelve <laughs> there's twelve vortices scattered but, around the world. When you fly into it, it's a portal, and you come out somewhere else. You're going, oh yeah, well that's all right. But I don't watch lost and go yep this is absolutely you, word for you word did truth. the last three series no I didn't I just said there was more than just ghosts and ghoulies to explain it that's all <laughs> what, what? why we are you bringing your ghoulies that? into this yeah. for goodness sakes anyway listen if you'd like to come on the lost line then send an email to lost at skyone.co.uk with your details your phone number and what you might want to say now back to this week's episode where we also have the return of Michael Abaddon and Naomi this is a high risk covert op in unstable territory it's dodgy enough without having to babysit a headcase, ghostbuster, anthropologist, and a drunk. To be fair, he's also a pretty good pilot. It's madness. What if we find survivors from 815? There were no survivors. Yes, I know. But what if there are survivors? There were no survivors of Oceanic 815. Who the hell is Abaddon? He was—he obviously was in episode one where he went and uh, hassled Hurley in the mental home. He's the new leader of Dharma. 
or something like that. I, 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 he could, he could yeah. be related to the old um, Mytholos bioscience team, like you know we saw Richard Alpert and all that kind of gang. He could be related to that. He's got to be connected, hasn't he? With with um, surely yeah. uh, with Penny's dad. Jim Robinson. I don't think so. We've really? not seen him for some time, though, have we? I don't, oh, I don't, I don't think he pops up in this series. Really? Yeah. I like Jim. Yeah, I, I liked him as well. Yeah. With, with, but there's got to be some... It, 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 a lot of these people, it's all to do with people who've got lots and lots of money, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the characters, the parents that we've seen lots of money uh, are Son's dad and Penny's dad, which would, make, would imply to me there's some sort of connection somehow. And the building, it's not just lots building, of money, yeah. it's, you know, billions. Yeah, the buildings that they're, you know, they shoot their scenes in, they always look like, you know, multi-million dollar you know, well, the, the, when, corridors. When he meets <laughs> Naomi, though, it's like some kind of abandoned office. Yeah, but it looks pretty. I don't know. It looks expensive. It looks big. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, to have a meeting in a, in a massive corridor. But like he can't that, afford you know. any furniture though. Or just doesn't. Or maybe doesn't want it. He's like minimalist. You know. True. But they were talking about covert operations and things. Mm. Very kind of American government. Very military terms, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Conspiracies. Futuristic. Now, maybe the American government's a faction we haven't really thought of. Maybe it's all the governments around the world. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we haven't thought about the governments and their interaction in this. The man. We've all been thinking about. You know, businesses trying yeah. to get money it's out of the new, new world order. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Abaddon is convinced that there are no survivors. Well, well no, I think he's, he's just reinforcing to her, by the way, wink, wink, there but, are no yeah. survivors. Oh, Catch what? Me so, drift. so you're you know. saying that he, he's telling her to kill them if they find any? I, that's what I got from that scene. Yeah, yeah totally. I didn't read it like that. I, I, no? Maybe I'm naive. I don't know. I thought he was saying that there are actually no survivors. Don't worry. But you're, you're saying... Kill them. Yeah, uh, she, like yeah, because she kept saying, "But what if we do find them?" You'd you be know? a rubbish assassin, by the way. I know I did lose my job <laughs> as an assassin. I, I think I, I killed three people in eight yeah. years. <coughs> Excuse me. We've got an email. It's from ah, oh, it's from our old friend Barry Red. Oh, hey. Barry, uh, and it's about Matthew Aberdon. Hi guys, I just wanted to let you know Matthew Aberdon is an anagram of the bad boatman. <laughs> no, wait, it gets worse. What? It's an anagram of the bad boatman if you cross out the W. Right, so it's not really an anagram then, is it? Also, did you notice the way Abaddon walks out of Santa Rosa? He, I was confident that this may have been a manifestation of the smoke monster, much like Yemi appeared to Echo. He did seem to float through the door. No, he didn't. He, he, just, he, he just, opened the he door. Walked through the door. He walked through the door. Idiot. He walked. Also, did you hear the whispers when Hurley found Jacob's cabin last week? From the left channel, you could hear... All right, but we have to listen to this because I don't know if this is true. He's saying okay. from the left channel you could hear, you have to believe it's me, Nikki. Shush. Did anyone say something? I said nothing. You better not say a thing or talk about Desmond. It's me. And from the right you can hear, I'm not going to listen to them. It's January the 7th. I see somebody. Do you recognise him? Paul, if this is true... This is quite spooky stuff and quite exciting. Well, yeah, I mean, I found a few websites uh, a couple of years ago who were talking about, you know, analysing the, the whispers and the chatter and all that kind of stuff. That's very specific, though, very specific translation. Okay, we've got it here. But we've got the two channels separated. We're going to listen to the, the left-hand channel first of all, uh, and, and let's just listen carefully and see if we can make anything out. You, you, you can can we have that again? Because you can sort of almost it's make a out a line phrases, about Desmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, and there's something like Sarah. There's somebody bumpy. coming. Sarah, there's somebody coming. Desmond. Sort of. You can sort of. Like, can I we can we hear the right channel? Let's let's get the right channel. Up. Yeah, yeah. Again, 
Let's, let's have it one more time because again, there's there's that thing that could be if you stretch your ima- imagination something about Desmond. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And well, that one Sarah line pops time. up, but. Play, play it again, because I did actually just hear something there. I, I think yeah, I heard somebody... I, I, I'm getting freaked out. I think I heard somebody say, I think they can help us. Yeah, do it again. Did you, again. Did you yeah, hear yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah do it again. Somebody that can help us. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you heard that? Freaky. Because I was. I it's was like being not, in a seance. I, it is like being. I wasn't buying into any of that no, stuff. And no. I, I don't think that, that, that what they're saying uh, relates to what Barry Rim says in his email. But I'm convinced there there was somebody. Has saying, he not got the phrase about Sarah? No, he doesn't mention Sarah. He does on, on no, his translation. No, 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 no. The Sarah thing, I think, is a load of guff. If it's it, just someone going. Sarah, 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 Sarah. If it was it, was it Sarah? There's somebody coming. Sarah, there's somebody coming. If it is Sarah, there's somebody <coughs> coming. Though we know a Sarah. That's Jack's ex-wife. Jack's ex-wife, who he was concerned had a connection with his dad. Yeah. Who we've been seeing creepily on the island. Yeah. If it is Sarah being mentioned in the bushes, that's pretty huge. If it is, but I don't think it is. I don't think it's Desmond either being mentioned. I think it's someone just going. I thought I heard the word Desmond. Actually. You did. Yeah. You thought you heard it yeah, because you, yeah, you're exactly. expecting to. Yeah. But what I wasn't expecting to hear was them saying something along the lines of, "I think it's somebody that can help us." Yeah, and I think it's. Well, we can definitely say it sounds like a, a man and a woman having a conversation. Mm. There's a male voice and a female voice. Really so, okay, clearly. if that's what we're hearing, uh, and we have to assume. I mean, the, we've heard whispers elsewhere, uh, but but we have to assume that that's coming from uh, the 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 shack. You calling it a shack? The cabin. Yeah. The Jacob's, Jacob's, Jacob's cabin. Hut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what does that imply to you? To me, it says that there are lots of lost, dead souls in there. Oh. Possibly everyone that's died on the island is stuck oh. in that cabin. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Or the whole kind of interdimensional thing is kind of bleed- yeah. bleeding over voices from people oh, trapped in different yeah. dimensions. I like that. That's pretty cool. Tom, what do you think? He's, d- he's dumbstruck. He's well, so frightened by it. Well, if you've got something you want to point out to us that we may have missed, you can send an email to us lost at sky1.co.uk The Lost Initiative Okay, so we've met Miles, Daniel, Frank and Charlotte and we know that on the freighter there is Minkowski and another woman, but Ben always one step ahead knows all about them too your instinct was right John these people are a threat and if you shoot me you'll never know how great a threat they were because I know what they're doing here I know what they want what do they want me James they want me how do you know all this because I have a man on their boat Who's his man on the boat? Ben was brilliant. Let's just say, Ben was brilliant at the end of this episode when he's about to get shot. And he he says, well, you can't get rid of me because I know who she is, I know who they are, and I've got a man on the boat. That's his special move, though. He does that every season. He's brilliant. It's like, you're going to kill me, but... I'm actually going to tell you what some of the answers. But he does all that also after being beaten senseless about eight times. He takes, a, kick, he, he he takes really a good kick in. He's so good at taking yeah. a kick in. He takes in. a kick in. <laughs> I love it. Uh, who's the man on the boat? Is it someone... Oh, who's the who's the fellow with the dark eyes who doesn't age? I can never remember his name. Oh, um, Richard Alpert. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Alpert. That, we've like, not seen good. Alpert that's for a good. while. No, we've not. Who is he, he gets around a bit. Any of the, of the <laughs> other others? Any of the other I, others? I think, it, I think it's somebody we haven't seen yet. You reckon? Yeah. They've got. Well, I, I'm not sure. On a practical note, they've got to be careful not to introduce too many characters, too many new characters. Well, 
because everyone kicked off last season with yeah. Nikki and kill them off again. It's simple, isn't it? I thought she, I thought she was uh, you know introduced into the show and then straight out when she got shot, old uh, Charlotte. But then that was good. That she had a, a jacket on her. I quite like the two new people. I like. I think they've been introduced really well. You guys, yeah. yeah. No, we've, had, we've had four new people. Four new we, people. We, we, they, ne- they have been quite good. Actually. Yeah. yeah, they've all been. But good. we've never had a multiple flashback episode, have we? Where you see four, no. four different flashbacks in yeah. one episode yeah. from different viewpoints I don't so know. You, you've got no ideas though who Ben's, Ben's man might be um, I'm, sick, I'm putting my money on Alpert why, why Alpert yeah. if they well, know who Ben is they'll know who Alpert is well they? they won't know because because Alpert was, has been there for hundreds of years on the island but wasn't he, he doesn't al- age didn't he get like um, what's her face on the island on Juliet the island. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so what who, who else knows that, who no, he is, That means though? he comes and goes. That means he's been on the mainland, which yeah. means they must know about well, him. Why, but why, why must they know about him? He's a shadowy mystery figure. Yeah. He, can, he can sneak through the dark. No one knows anything it's about shadowy him. Shadowy eyes. He doesn't exist. So he's a ninja? Well, pretty much. Well, yeah, kind of. Okay, all right. You just said that he's a ninja. Well, let's, <laughs> let's just find out, okay? Let's, I, I will bet you £5, Geeky Tom, that it's Richard Alpert on the boat. Thank you. That was handshaking going on there. Okay, well, another email. This is from Charlie, who's got a theory about Ben and Rousseau. In the beginning of the end, the scene between Ben and Rousseau was a big clue, I think. She says, she's not your daughter, and I think the writers are setting this up to be a aha, she is my daughter, and I brainwashed you because I love you scene in the future. The bait in the trap from season two was the doll we see Ben get for his birthday from Annie. We didn't see Annie in The Purge, and she hasn't been mentioned since. So I think Rousseau is Annie. Well, I thought we knew that, didn't we? I don't think that's a given. It's a good oh. theory. Yeah. yeah, it's a theory. It's not fact. I, don't, ben, yeah, I'm a bit has, I thought about that we'd established that already, that, that, Russo, that was who Rousseau was. But no. what's that? What's oh, that? Okay. The doll thing? What, the wooden doll? The wooden doll. Now, someone has mentioned that in series one, when uh, and I've not checked this out, when uh, Saeed is, is being held by Rousseau, you can see one of the dolls in the background. Really? This is what someone's mentioned, yeah, and I don't know if, if this that's is true. true that, that's true, that... Can someone... Uh, dear yeah. listener to this, could you go to your Lost Series 1 uh, box set, <laughs> seriously, and watch that episode and uh, take a screenshot of it and email it to us at lost at sky1.co.uk. Thank you very much. Or we can do it. Now, uh, carry on with quickly with this theory. Ben has a history of brainwashing people, i.e. Carl. Uh, that scene has to have more importance. All her memories are about coming to the island, the sickness, even her ethnicity is false. I'd go along with that, that makes sense. But she's not French. Well, I can't, she I puts th- on that ridiculous think, accent when... Uh, or monsieur. <laughs> I think that if we play back a past uh, episode of The Lost Initiative, you will hear me say that. I'm sure I've said this before. What is um, Charlie actually saying about the paternity then of... Well, that Ben and Rousseau are the parents. Right. Uh, and that Rousseau has been brainwashed. But I thought they were saying a while ago that, that Ben sort of brought up Alex, but he's not actually her father. I thought that was talked about in the last series. Well, you're looking blank, blankly at me. You're you know? the editor of Lost well, Magazine. No, you're, looking at me blankly, you're, you're looking at me blankly like that hasn't been discussed on so the show. So who do you think or, her dad is then? I don't think we know, do we? Well, but have a guess. Tell us. Desmond. That'd be, that'd Desmond. Be, that'd be quite funny. Okay, if, if you've got a theory, uh, or like, like I said, if you want to come on the Lost line, or you want to just email us and ask if you can hang out with us, you won't be able to, but send an email to lost at sky1.co.uk. That's lost at sky1.co.uk. The Lost Initiative with Ian Lee. Brilliant bit right at the end as well with Locke, when Locke, Ben says, ben says I'll, t- I'll tell you anything, I've got answers. And Locke says... What's the monster? I wasn't expecting that question at all. That was brilliant. When it's he like came the writers that. mucking around with us, though, because it's everybody, everybody would be everybody's but, first question, though, wouldn't it be? But I think it would be that unless unless he's playing like the most dangerous hand ever, because he's. I think Ben's convinced that Locke is going to shoot him in the face yeah. right there and then. So surely that. To me, he says Ben doesn't know what it is. I don't think Ben knows what the monster is. I think he genuinely... But I think that Juliet knows a lot more than she's letting on about the monster because of that, that episode that I loved in the previous season. You know, where her and Kate are out together I, I, No, trapped. I don't think she does know about the monster. I think the monster is just one of those things that even, uh, even Ben and the people on the island, including Juliet, 
they don't understand. They know it's a crazy island where anything yeah. is possible. But they and wacky things happen. But they don't know what the monster is. Even that can't be explained, Tom. Oh, I think he knows what the monster is. You think he, he does know? He's had guns pointed to his head before, and he's lying. And as we said, he can take a kick in. He can take. He's not scared. He's just mucking around with them like he always does. Okay. Now before they bumped into Charlotte, Locke was well, Locke's going to Jacob's cabin, isn't he? Yeah. Well, what's that about? Oh, do you see the look that they gave um, Hurley when he said, "Oh, you're going to that cabin?" And they yeah. were like, "Huh? You know about the cabin?" Do you? But what Ben and Locke? Came yeah, Ben and Locke yeah. did. Yeah. What? Why? Because Ben was surprised when Locke could hear what he was saying. Jacob, I think they're quite surprised that Hurley's also one of these chosen people that can find the special can channel. But why, do you think, why do you think they're going there? I, I kind of got the impression it was to sort of rescue him um, they, they didn't say anything to confirm that that's just kind of the, the, the tone of his voice implied they were, he was on a rescue mission or maybe to ask something you I know, think cause... Jacob may have control over the island and maybe they're going you know get rid of these people these intruders why is it okay well here's, here's something possibly going back to vortices uh, why is the, the shack in the opposite direction to where Hurley thought it was so obviously it's moved around, hasn't it? Because Hurley says, oh, it's that way. And Locke says, well, no, it's that way. But he said, one of you said last week about the possible dimensional thing about the... I did. One of us. It was him. I oh, did. None of that rubbish should come out of my mouth. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But, now, but what do you mean none of that rubbish came out of your mouth? But now you're saying, oh, yeah, but the Bermuda Triangle is, triangle is real and, and a polar bear went through a portal and ended up in Tunisia a million years ago. Yeah. So why can't the shack be moving on the island? Because it's silly. Shacks don't oh. move. Portals exist. Okay, see has gone. See Legs or wheels or what? A, see if you can take a kicking in a minute. Didn't they establish the whole thing aside was with the compass that, you know, north isn't true north, the compass is all he, wiggy on the just got all yeah. that kind of stuff. Surely denotes that there, there, there is some well, beyond no. weird dimensional what? spatial Hurley's things. just rubbish happen. at finding stuff. That's all. What? And he was hallucinating because he was dehydrated. Oh, all the dark territory moments on the island have always had something really odd about them. So the fact that the shack's there then it's not and it's behind him, that's, that's just a because classic. Because the, the, the one poor line uh, there was a nice little joke, but it was it was poor in, in this week's episode. Do you know what it is? Not off the top of my head. I saw Walt, and he was a lot taller. Oh, for God's sake. You laughed. I saw I laughed. you it laugh. was, it was funny, it was, but it's not, I'm not, it's not comedy. I'm not watching Man About the House. I'm watching Lost. I, I don't always, laugh. That's your joke. That's your running joke yeah, he, each he's week. taller because he's 15. He's gone through puberty. I know, but that's your joke. But they they were did, doing... We weren't supposed to notice he was taller. He was shot from underneath so that he looked, we couldn't quite work out what his height was. But they're, they're kind of saying that, yeah, he's definitely taller because he's grown up now. But he didn't say it's that. It's like a little nod and to you. Maybe they Listen to the podcast. Like, oh, do you but, think? But surely that, that denotes that they had a bit more of a chat. That Locke and Walt had more of a conversation than Walt saying one line. You know, one line and then cutting away over the over the pit. Why, why does Locke have such faith in Walt's instruction to stop the freighter people from coming? Well, I think if you know a little boy who hadn't seen in ages just appeared and said, "We got work to do," blah blah blah, you know, and told him all this stuff about saving, oh. you just you you buy into it, wouldn't you? Completely. I think I would save I would, you. I, yeah, totally. And Locke's, Locke's like gone beyond mystical now, so yeah. he just believes in all that. What, so. What's what's beyond mystical? I don't know. Sounds like a wicked that's film. Fine, that's fine. Sorry, keep <laughs> that's this up. Fine, a new term. Hey, we've got another caller on the Lost Line. It's Leon. Hello, Leon. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm very well. Now, we're running out of time. What have you got for us, sir? Oh, just quickly. It's good to have an Essex girl in, in the episode. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? I've got a quick theory She didn't speak you. like an Essex girl, did oh, she? Oh, no, she's far too posh for an Essex girl. <laughs> <laughs> what a dirty laugh you've got. Yes, get on with it. I've got a very quick theory for you. Time travel. Yes. Lock, Charlie, Desmond, Jack's dad and the polar bear all time travels, time travellers. Yes. Because of the rabbit that was in the Dharma video. But do you not think it's it's more um, 
interdimensional travel as opposed to just time travel. It definitely is because um, Desmond keeps popping in and out of different futures. Yeah. Um, and also, I think that Desmond actually did die when the hatch blew up, and also Locke died when the plane landed. Oh, um, nice. No. Really? And, the, nice, and I've got a quick observation for you. Yes. They travelled from Sydney to LAX. Yeah. Apparently, turned around, was a thousand miles off course. Yes. And they're 91 days in, which means it's the 22nd of the 12th, 04. Right. So the tsunami's coming within four days. Well, hang on. Do you think they're going to be affected by the tsunami? It might be. That'll be ex- wouldn't that be exciting? If, it, if uh, Paul, do you think they get affected by the tsunami? I've no idea. No, but you're saying that they would have been affected by the tsunami or they're about to be affected by the tsunami. No, they, 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 but no. in four days' time, they should be affected because okay. apparently the crash, the crash, the just, um, they'll be around that vicinity. So about, about two episodes' time? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're discussing the possibility that they've been through a vortex that, that's also a portal and they could be anywhere on the globe. I've always wanted to say this, so they might interrupt the space-time continuum. Exactly, we've got to reverse the polarity. <laughs> That's the one. Leon, listen, thank you for that. Cheers, mate. Good lad, take care. Cheers, there we go. Bye. If you want to come on the Lost Line, you can do. Just send an email with your details to lost at skyone.co.uk. OK, getting near the end of the Lost Initiative. I really enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, how close are we to answering these three questions? Who are the freighter people? Why are they looking for Ben? How is it that Flight 815 appears to have been found? Paul Terry. Well, next week's episode is called The Economist. No. What does that so? Yeah. Well, what? Ah. Explain. We'll explain. What lots, is that, what, lots more noises. <laughs> so what's the what to do, do with the magazine? Is it? I don't know. It's with economy. Geeky Tom. I never thought I'd uh, have to come to you to try and get a sensible answer. But <laughs> no, but, it's not good, is it? Are we close to answering any of these questions? Um, we think that the, the, they, they, they've planted a fake flight eight fifteen. Yeah, fake plane. What the other ones? Who are the freighter people? Um, Dharma. And why are they looking for Ben? Um, because he killed all of them. No point in watching it. That's it. Do you reckon that they're going to use the helicopter to go back to the boat very soon? No, they're just going to look at it and smile. <laughs> Oh, your smugness will be rewarded. <laughs> oh, you've made me chuckle. Thank you for that, Paul. Thank you, Tom. Uh, next episode is on Sunday, the 17th of February at 9pm. As Paul says, it's called The Economist. We'll be back straight after that's been on the telly. And coming soon, my interview with Naveen Andrews will be available for download from the Sky One website. In the meantime, here's a very special message Naveen has for Geeky Tom. Find something to do with your life. Haven't you got a life? <laughs> Maybe I should just quit now after that. <laughs> Leave. I'm Ian Lee. That was the Lost Initiative. All together now. Namaste. The Lost Initiative is a Coink production for Sky One.